baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The classic. What in the, what in the hell is this? Ah, the old classic, easy as Christmas pie. What, what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> hey, got a bunch of Christmas music you guys can use coming back. Uh, just, I forgot to tell you, it's the worst. <laughs> it's all the stuff that nobody wanted the copyright to. <laughs> what in the hell is that? Never they, bring they, that back ever they again. They can play this song. Oh, man. Easy it's as Christmas pie. Chris and Amy on KMOX. And I uh, got a treat for you. Got a treat for you all. Um, anybody who has watched any of the Clerks movies, Mall Rats, Jay and Silent Bob, Dogma, Chasing Amy, if you have seen any of those films, then you're going to love this. We are joined now in the Quiver River Electric guest line by Jason Muse, who is an actor and comedian, plays Jay in the Jay and Silent Bob movies, um, coming to Helium Comedy Club December 28th, 29th, and the 30th. You can get tickets at st-lewis.heliumcomedyclub.com. It's a mouthful, but you can find it. Jason Muse is with us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. We we had you on. You? We're doing great. We had you on because uh, Silent Bob couldn't really do a radio interview. Exactly. Which yeah. is not the truth, actually. He, he just got stopped talking. If, uh, he wouldn't get a word in. I'm sure. I don't know if you ever got to talk to actually Kevin, but he is a chatterbox. Um, but thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I really do. No, it's it's great to have you on um, because I, I love the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Clerks is great. Obviously, Dogma is is fantastic. And, you know, you got to be part of this, these franchises, these movie franchises that really developed a big following. W- would you say the fan base for those movies is pretty loyal? Oh, 100%. It, it, you know, it's now coming up on 30 years. And, you know, I, I do the amusing stories but why I'm coming to San Luis to do my stand-up. Um, we do comic book conventions sometimes and, and, and different events at our comic book store. And the, the same people, not you know, other people, different people come, but a lot of the same people have been coming for years. And and to get to talk to them and, and they're like, hey, man, I, I saw, you know, there'll be people of age who are like, hey, I went to the theaters and saw Mallrats or Dogma. And then they're with their daughters who they're like, hey, we passed it on to our daughter and here's their daughter. And it's been great because like 30 years, you know, over the 30 years of meeting people and getting to hang out and chat with people, you know, you get to meet all these people who keep passing on the movies and and the love for the the different stuff, the podcast, the stand-up comedy, you know, all the different events that we've been doing. Like we're doing a cruise in February, February 23rd to 26th. We're going to be going from Miami to uh, the Bahamas. It's the Jay and Salt Bob Cruise Askew. And there's going to be a bunch of podcasts and a bunch of things going on. Um, but, yeah, people are definitely have, have been around for 30 years, and they pass it on to their children and their children. It's It's been surreal for me because – it's not something I plan. Like I was a roof, I was putting roofs on houses. 
And Kevin's like, hey, I wrote a part for you based on you. We're going to do this little indie movie called Clerks. I was like, um, okay. You know. <laughs> That's fan. What a, what a great way to get involved. Were you, were you nervous about that idea? Were you excited? What, what were you thinking when he offered that to you? You're making a movie and you're putting me in it. Then I was super nervous when we were on set. I was nervous every time we we did a scene and I had to um, be on camera, it, it, which I didn't realize until it actually happened. Like all of a sudden, you know, the first scene, first take that I had to do, all of a sudden there's a camera and a, a, a microphone in my face, and and it was like action, say this and do this and do that, and like I stumbled my words and I forgot dialogue and. It was so nerve-wracking because, it again, it wasn't something I planned on doing, and, and it wasn't like a passion of mine that I was – I went to school. Or, you know, even in, in uh, you know, elementary and high school, I didn't, I didn't do the, the talent shows or the plays or anything like that. It just wasn't something I ever thought of doing. So, so again, excited for one second when he said, I'm making – I'm writing a part for you, and then super nervous the rest of the time. <laughs> wow. Did you uh, did you go back to working in construction and roofing after you made the movie, or was it overnight you never went back to that job? Oh, no, no. I, 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 for years, so we did clerks. I went back to roofing. We did mall rats. And when I came home, um, I, I kept roofing, but they already had filled my spot because I was gone for three months in Minnesota. So I would, like, fill in and do some other construction side work, but I also started delivering pizza. After Chasing Amy, I still did construction, delivered pizza. It wasn't until I went to Pittsburgh for Dogma that I finally stopped doing construction and delivering pizza. So, yeah, I worked construction and pizza for the first, like, six movies I did. Wow. Did you ever, deli- yeah. did you ever deliver a, a pizza or, or ha- show up to somebody's house for work and they go, uh, uh. are you in that movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was right after. we. I had done Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy. But Mallrats had come out on DVD and started uh, circling around, like, you know, the DVD was out there for a little bit. And I remember going to some gentleman's house, knocking on the door, and I was like, hey, man, that'll be twelve ninety-five, And he was like, $10, $11. Hey, man, weren't you in that movie Mallrats? I was like, snitch to the nooch, thinking he's going to give me a big tip. And all of a sudden, he's like, here's $13. He's like, you don't need a tip. You're in movies and shut the door in my face. <laughs> I mean, I think, no. well, hold on. Did you need the tip? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, 100%. Uh, you know, it's like, it's interesting because even my friends, when I would go away, like when I got back from Pittsburgh, people are like, oh, my God, this is like your fifth movie. How many houses and cars are you going to buy? But you don't realize Clerks was an indie movie my buddy made. Yes, when he sold it, he made a little money and passed me a little bit of money, but it was like maybe two grand. Mallrats was the union scale, which at the time was a big, big 17 grand. But then you got to remember taxes and such. Um, and then Chasing Amy, I was in one scene. So not a lot. Dogma. So, yeah, I mean, four or five movies in a six-year span, I think, after taxes, maybe I cleared 25 grand. Oh, wow. Like, the work. I mean, yeah, no joke. Wow. No joke. <laughs> wow. wow. And, yeah. and people don't think of that because... You literally could have delivered pizza to a house for a, a group of people watching the movie you were in. That's true. Like, they could have been oh, yeah. watching Clerks or Chasing and they, Amy, they, and then you show up with the pizza. Yeah, and they very easily could have been in the middle of uh, smoking, 
And uh, yeah. they're all like, wait a minute, I think the pizza guy's like, well, that can't be him. hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. No, and they were probably like, well, at least if he's delivering pizza, he probably drove up in a nice car, not realizing I had a Volkswagen bug that was used. <laughs> you know, it, but it's true. It's like yeah. you don't realize it, it's, it uh, really takes, uh, uh, you know, it's like if you do something every, people, again, I would think the same. Sometimes I watch someone on, on a show and I'm like, they've done like three seasons of this TV show. They must be millionaires. You just don't know. But anyway, it, it was, yeah, I, I had to, I definitely had to keep working. It, it wasn't until, like I said, after Dogma, and it wasn't even because the movies at that point, it was because, okay, I started doing podcasts and doing different things. And that's still the case now. It's like, I, I've, I've been doing other jobs all, all this time, whether it be stand-up or, or um, you know, uh, come, different things I've been doing that to make it me be able to, uh, you know, live life, if you will. So We are visiting with Jason Mews, uh, actor and comedian, who will be at Helium Comedy Club December 28th, 29th, and 30th, played Jay in the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Um, your your stand-up act, when did you start doing this, and and what is your act like, and are people expecting you to be like Jay when you when you do it? Uh, you know, it's, so now it's been a couple years I've been doing it, um, and and I, I, I'm sure some people might come in and expect um, the Jay who don't know me, but again, just like I was, you know, I feel like with me, it's like with social media, and I'm, I, I stream on Twitch live. Um, you know, I do events all the time. People get to meet me, and I think in the beginning, before I started going around and people started meeting me and getting to know me and hear about my story and my life and podcasts and all that, people expected they would come meet me. They'd stand there and stare at me and be like, hey, you're that guy. And I felt like they'd be waiting for me to be like, snooch to the nudes, you know, or something <laughs> like that. But I think at this point, people know that, like, yeah, I'm still, I still have that um, obnoxious goofiness, but I, I am a dad now, and I have to, hold, you know, you got to cut back a little bit. But my stand-up, you know, I think a lot of the people who come know me at this point, and, you know, what I do different is I tell stories, really. And so it's like stand-up comedy, but I, I sort of tell a story about how it all got started. Um, I'll tell some funny stories about uh, me and my wife and me and my kids, um, some funny stories about uh, maybe, um, you know, some, some behind-the-scenes stuff at the, uh, making the movies. So I try to throw in a little bit of everything for everybody. You know, um, my young, when I was younger, what's going on now as a dad and a husband, and then also some of the stuff with the movies and behind-the-scenes and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's about an hour of me just... Again, telling stories, and I try to change it up each city I'm in and each place. But what's great too is, is you know, I, I with me I bring this uh, gentleman named Jake Rubel and AJ Wilkerson. They they open up for me. Um, I've been bringing them on with me for the last couple of years. And what's great is selfishly, you know, they always thank me because they they the one gentleman AJ won a contest to open for me uh, in Kansas City. And he, he did 10 minutes, and I was like, this guy is so funny. i got to bring him with me. Um, and he was such a nice guy, too. So, um, But what's great is is even if, if people are, like, expecting straight-up stand-up comedy, my two openers are super funny, and then I do my stories, my amusing stories, if you will. 
Um, so it's 90, you know, it's about 90 minutes of some stand-up comedy, some storytelling. Um, and then afterwards, I usually do some meet and greets and do some selfies and sign stuff and hang out and chat with people. And, and it's been, honestly, it's been such a blast. Like, again, I started it like two years ago. I was like, let me try this. Someone, uh, one of the comedy clubs, we had done a podcast there, Kevin and I, and they were like, hey, would Jay want to come do something himself? And uh, my wife was like, hey, they reached out. They want to know if you want to go do, do this on your own. I was like, well, let me try it. And I didn't know what to expect, man, but I really, really enjoy it, and, and it's been a blast. So That's, that's awesome. And uh, you will be here at Helium December 28th, 29th, and 30th. You can Google Jason Muse, M-E-W-E-S, Jason Muse. Uh, tickets are available at st-lewis.heliumclub.com. It's a mouthful, but it's it, it's easy to find. Um, I, I love the movies. It, it's it's great to talk to you. And honestly, this is a really weird thing, but um, I have the ticket stub sit still for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Because, well, you know, part of the reason is like I remember the whole thing vividly because I saw it on September 10th. Oh, wow. That's that's no joke. I was I was out uh, September 10th. We saw that movie, saw it at the chase. Uh, I've got the ticket stubs still. And the movie, it felt like the last bit of normal. Yeah, it's it's that's the way I see it in my mind. Oh, definitely, definitely. Wow. Um, it, it was a fun movie. That was such a blast. I, I mean, they've all been so much fun. Uh, but that one, of course, was like, you know, Jay and Bob were in the title. I was one of the main characters. I was the main character with Kit, with Saul and Bob, of course. But so much fun Will Fer- working with Will Ferrell um, and hanging out with uh, an ape a bunch. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fun movie. But, but yeah. That's right. I wish you would. I would love to see it. Yeah. And we're, we're looking forward to seeing you in St. Louis. Thank you for, for coming on the show today, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, thank you guys so much. Same to you. you. That is Jason Muse. He is an actor. Again, Jay and Silent Bob, Dogma, uh, Clerks, Chasing Amy. Some really, really, truly great movies if you haven't seen them. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.